Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Brought to you by the Where to Hunt podcast. It's Tactical Talk with real hunters getting it done across the nation. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Tactic Talk uh, brought to you by the Where to Hunt podcast. Today on the show, one of our listeners, uh, Andrew Toygo, is on the line and he's been getting it done in a few states, if I'm not mistaken, and right now he hails out of Illinois, but he's a Wisconsin native and he spent some time down in Texas too. So we're here to talk about some early season tactics and gear. How's it going, Andrew? Good. Thanks for inviting me, Eric. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys about this. It's I don't know if I'm going to hit on anything um, that's any, that's at all earth shattering to anyone, but we'll kind of cover what I've learned from, you know, the big woods in northern Wisconsin down to Texas, a little bit out west, hunting with various friends. Um, I'm not a, a small guy, I'm kind of husky, and I sweat, you know, anything above 60 degrees. So um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, temperature control early season because, you um, you're, you're not going to be able to be effective if you're completely sweaty and soaked by the time you get up the tree. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, bug control because nothing ruins a um, hunting season like Lyme's disease. And then we'll talk about the scent control and how to keep your stand set sites fresh um, and not burn them out um, right away in the season. Good to go. I love it, man. Yeah, it's uh, hot yep. in my house. My AC went out, so I'm really excited to hear how we can keep me cool for tonight's show. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, <clears throat> when I moved down to Texas, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, I uh, was looking for a way to to stay cool when it was 105, 110 degrees out. And in going out west, I like to um, hunt late August, early September uh, west. And one thing I would always do was, was wear synthetic almost like Under Armour type base layers. And I've learned um, in checking with various companies and trial and error and seeing what my buddies are using, that wool um, is probably the best base layer you can use early season. So um, I'm using like the Kuyu 125 series. There's some really good first light stuff, but um, a wool undershirt and underwear will keep you cool. Um, it wicks moisture. Um, it's not just for, for cold weather use. So the other really cool thing about wool is that it's antimicrobial. So if you do get sweaty, um, it dries out quickly and it doesn't stink. So out West, we've worn the same t-shirt four or five days in a row, and it doesn't smell like a synthetic shirt will after an afternoon of sweaty hunting. Um, so that's one thing I really like to do. Um, a breathable long sleeve shirt, over shirt, is really nice. So the long sleeves will keep the bugs off of you, um, but I, I don't put it on until I get up the stand. I'll pack it away, um, just wear in my thin wool uh, t-shirt, 
and a pair of breathable, durable pants. And then once I get up the tree and I'm, and I'm settled in and the bugs start to, um, you know, circle around, then you can put on that, that breathable long sleeve shirt to give you a little bit more coverage. That's smart. Uh, the, the other thing from a temperature standpoint that I, that I'll do, and, and I picked this up a few years ago uh, from a Western hunter was alpaca socks. I don't know. I, I, have you heard about alpaca over Merino wool at all? No, is that is that a brand or a type? No, so alpaca, um, it's I guess it's it's catching on a little bit more, but it's about thirty percent more um, durable than than merino wool, but it's it's from an alpaca, so um, it's antimicrobial like merino wool. It's um, it's knitted very similarly, and they can knit it really thin but it wicks moisture unbelievably well, dries super quickly, and you can wear a, a pair of these thin alpaca socks in your hunting boots for days and they don't smell. I, I don't know how it works, but it's natural and it, it seems to work really well. Um, and then I just use a, a pair of um, uninsulated boots. So I've had a pair of Danners, Merrells. Um, I'm looking at some of these Krispies now um and a, a good pair of uninsulated nothing with insulate um sometimes if you have a low um like a an ankle high rubber boot or something like that it might work but you want something breathable early season or you're going to get sweaty so that all makes sense like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have considered like wool for for cold weather for sure but you know it, it's scratchy it's itchy and you think of it as like a wool sweater that you know grandma got you for christmas Typically, um, in some cases, I mean, as we're all hundreds listening, so that that's probably not the case. But um, you know, some of the the base layer wool stuff is that pretty comfortable on the skin? It's I don't know what they've done over the last few years with the technology, how they're weaving this stuff, but it's come a long way, and I don't get that um, that itchy feeling anymore from the thinner stuff. It, it feels like a cotton shirt, but it dries really quickly. And um, it keeps you cool. So, but you got to go with the really thin stuff. Yeah. So. Okay. Makes sense. Cool. Yep. yep. And yep. we have so, uh, bug control next on the on the list here. This is one I'm really interested in. If you've listened to yeah, the show, so, I can't stand mosquitoes. Yes. So if you get Lyme's disease right away in the season, it's going to be really tough to have a good season. I think the uh, the thing that could ruin a hunting season quicker is having a baby in early November, like I did. <laughs> Um, this last year, but, um, the, uh, the, the bug control, it, it's just miserable being out here in Southern Illinois in, um, in early October, late September in Wisconsin, um, you know, and there's a couple things you can do to keep the ticks off you, keep the mosquitoes and the chiggers off you. Um, so the first thing that I'll do is I'll take permethrin. Um, I use Sawyer's brand and sprayed on all my gear. And so it's odorless. It's um, really effective on the creepy crawlies, the, the ticks and chiggers and, and things like that. And when they bite it, it actually kills them. It's so like it's a nerve agent, of, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's non-toxic and it, it doesn't smell and it lasts like five or six washes. So, okay. um, you know, you're typically, what are we each going to get? Five or six early season um, hunts before a good frost in, in Illinois or Wisconsin anyway. So 
it typically lasts about a season um, for early season. And um, so I use that and I've had a lot of success in that. And you just reapply it um, as needed. Um, then once you get up in the stand, I use a thermocell. And I'll actually mount it a little bit upwind or kind of use a, a tree arm and, and, um, and some rubber bands um, or those, uh, those um, night ties or the, the, the big twist ties um, to attach it onto a tree arm um, and keep it upwind so that it passes across your body. And that keeps the flying insects away from you. So it's not necessarily that you're worried about getting bit by the mosquitoes at that point because the permethrin will keep them off your clothes and whatnot, but they're just annoying to have around and you're swatting at them and you're creating extra movement that is gonna inevitably alert a deer. So um, the thermocell is really nice from that aspect. And I just use the unscented canisters. Um, and I mean, one, one of those little pet discs and the, um, the gas, little gas canister that goes in it will last, you know, three or four hunts. Um, the discs you can swap out really easily. And they're nice and odorless and quiet, pretty compact. I just pack them in my fanny pack and, um, and it works out really well. Yeah, that's a staple for early season. If you're not using a thermocell, you got to get on the bandwagon. It's magical. They're not that expensive either. You can, uh, you can find the little pad, the little pads and the canisters at Home Depot too, and places in bulk. Um, I also bring a thin face mask because I just hate having a uh, horse fly or a mosquito flying around my face while I'm hunting. Um, and and the other thing I'll do with my clothing is I'll tuck them in. So like I know it looks funky, but I'll tuck my pants into my boots. And I'll tuck my undershirt into my um, into my pants with a belt, um, and that keeps the ticks and things like that from being able to crawl up under and in um, inside your clothes. And then once I get to back to the truck, I'll I'll just swap all that out, so I don't have to worry about um, bringing them with you or something. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. Yep. Because nobody likes to be um, driving around with their wife a couple days later and having a tick crawling across the truck seat. Yeah. The car crash <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so then the, the last thing I wanted to talk about was scent control. Um, it's, it's really critical to keep your, your hunting area um, fresh early season. And if you go in there um, like I used to do a sweaty mess, um, like a Sasquatch trudging through the woods, um, the deer are going to smell you. They're going to smell, um, they're going to smell your, your tracks and your path having been in there for a few days after you've been in there. So, um, I do a few things. Um, first of all, use Ozonics. Um, I'll wear my Ozonics unit on while I'm walking in. I also use it when I'm checking my cameras. Um, so I turn that thing on when I leave the truck and it's, it's um, covered me the whole way in um, because a lot of times my wind might be um, blowing through areas where deer are um, randomly bedded or unexpectedly or traveling. And I don't want to bust them before I get in, but it also kind of helps cover your tracks a little bit, um, oxidizes those 
um, organics that are coming off your body from, from sweating and movement, um, little uh, pieces of um, dander or hair. Um, and that's what the deer are end, end up picking up in their scent. So it oxidizes those organics so that you don't leave as much of a trail coming in and out. And you're doing a good job too with the, the base layers that you put on too with that wool to prevent, you know, maybe, you know, reduce the amount of sweat coming off you and odor from that too. So kind of a one-two yep. punch if we go back to the first point and then combine that with the last. Uh, I didn't consider that. Do you keep that with you in the tree send then too when you're actually hunting? Yeah, so then I mount it um, at an angle downwind of me so that um, the wind is passing across my body and then through the, the kind of wall of, of ozone that the ozonics unit's putting out. So as, my, as the, the um, organic uh, molecules are coming off of my body downstream, the ozonics is oxidizing those um, and, and eliminating them before they can get to the ground where a deer might smell it. So it's, um, I've had a lot of success using Ozonics. I started using it probably five years ago and um, it kind of helps you push in, especially early season when there's a lot of foliage on the ground um, and you're trying to get closer to bedding areas um, where you're gonna, you're gonna intercept a deer right after he gets out of bed. Um, you know, on his way through that travel corridor to food, you kind of have to push in closer early season when there's all that foliage on the ground because shot opportunities are a lot less in early October than in late October once all the leaves have fallen. So I use Ozonics to help me kind of push in closer, cover my scent a little bit, and, um, and it, it helps with swirling winds and things like that too. That's good. Yeah. It's obviously not foolproof, but anything you can do can help. I always say as the okay as hunter, I can use all the help I can get. And, uh, yeah. there's no shame in using modern technology to your advantage when you're in the field. You know, if you can just, uh, you know, improve your odds ever so slightly with some of these things, it's a good, it's a good attempt for sure. And it sounds like you've yeah. had success with it. So you're speaking from experience. Yeah. I used, um, I use these tactics out West too. Like I said, um, late August, early September, out in Colorado, um, chasing elk and mule deer. The, the bugs really aren't that bad out there that time of year, but certainly the temperature control with all the hiking we do um, and the scent control. I, I use the Ozonics out west as well, hunting over um, water holes um, and, and on stalks where I think, you know, Maybe uh, maybe my wind is right for the deer or the elk that I'm stalking, but it might not be right for that bedded um, uh, cow or that bedded um, doe that I don't know is is downwind of sure. me, and that bedded cow can bust the whole herd out. So that's a good point, Andrew. These yeah. are all great tips. I think there are some good nuggets in here, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes to to chat with us about it. Um, I know you got more in the tank, so we'll get you back on for a second round of this at some point here. Appreciate that. I'm uh, excited to get on here and I love what you're doing with the show. 